Hello, and welcome to The Overflow Show. I'm your hostess, Katya Cox, and doing the background music is my husband, Caleb Cox. And we are so excited that you are joining us for this episode today. Our main topic of conversation is actually going to be about the racial tension that's been going on in America and all the craziness that's happening right now in the world. Yep. And um, But we'll also 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 going to share with you guys... We will also be sharing <laughs> with you... Our quotes of the day, like always, and yes. a little bitty update on our life since it's been about four weeks since we did one of those. Yes. So. Hint, we have a, a new animal that we're taking care of. Ooh, 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 ooh. And we're going to be giving some life advice concerning everything with social media. Ooh, ooh, Just ooh, encouragement ooh. in the gospel, encouragement in your perspective. So you will not want to miss this episode of the yeah. Overflow Show. Sick. It's going to be encouraging, convicting, and it'll be so worth your time. Yeah. We love you. We thank you. And let's get to the show. Ditch. You're listening to the Overflow Show, the podcast that follows our lives as a young married couple who love Jesus. We are Caleb and Katia Cox, and our goal is to inspire people like you to dream big, know God, and never settle for less. We hope you enjoy the show. Well, folks, today is a big day. Caleb, why, what makes it a big day? Oh, well, let me tell you. Thanks for asking. It's a big day because it is the day that the Lord has made. And it's a new day. And today wasn't promised, but it's here. So it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. So a lot of crazy things have been happening in the world. Katya, if I was stuck in a coma for all of 2020, if I went into a coma at the very end of 2019 and woke up now... Fill me in on what's happened so far in the world. Well, first of all, Australia had tons of wildfires to like kick off the year. Um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter died in a helicopter crash, so tragically. And let's see, a pandemic broke out across the world and most of it was shut down. We had stay-at-home quarantine for months on end. And now, just at the end of that, we're having racial tension in America and I guess across the world somewhat, and there's protesting and rioting, and it's been kind of crazy, Caleb. Welcome back from your coma. Thank you. I feel alive again. Um, wow. That is a lot. All of that in the first half of 2020? Mm-hmm. Wow. I picked a bad time to be away, or maybe a good time. Yeah. Well, I wasn't actually in a coma. That was just a simulation, but <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Um, Katya, just to think about everything that's happened. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's been um, a hard time for a lot of people. Our heart um, goes out to everyone who's had a who's struggled at, at this time um, or had things that they've dealt with or had, I guess, just a hard time with family issues or if anyone 
has um, been affected by this. I know a lot of people were affected as far as working goes, as far as jobs go. Um, but interesting thing about a lot of the people who lost their jobs because of the coronavirus, we know multiple people who lost their jobs and they filed for unemployment and they've actually been making more money than they were making at their jobs. Mm -hmm. So that's not necessarily a good thing because the more handouts the government gives, the, right, the right, right. quicker inflation grows. And the, the But it's good for the individual. It's good for the individual on a large scale. It's not good for the economy. Um, but overall, I think people have been taken care of one way or another. Mm -hmm. Um even Katya and I were blessed with um, the stimulus yeah, check. Yeah, the stimulus check from, from the government yeah. just because we made less than, I think, 150000 um in our tax reports last year. So that's a lot of people who got the stimulus checks. And, um, and I know a lot of businesses. Um, my aunt's um, breast cancer foundation. My aunt Janelle started a national breast cancer foundation a lot of years ago. And she was just telling me that she received a, um, a big check to help out with the foundation from the government um, just to make up for don people who can't donate as much with all this going on. But I guess all I'm saying is overall, I've everyone I know of has been taken care of who has been affected <laughs> financially, um, including ourselves. Yeah. So it's been really... Um, it's been really okay from our perspective, the coronavirus and everything. Um, we've been healthy. Everyone we know has been healthy. Um, we haven't known anyone who had it or got really sick with it. Mm -hmm. So that's a blessing. Um, and we're not entirely sure where you all are um, at home, just as far as what countries y'all are in, how things are going there. Um, but our prayers do go out to you, um, and we hope that you guys are staying safe, staying um, blessed and thankful for everything that you have. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, should we hop into the main topic of the day? Yes. So, with recent events... Um, Those recent events. George Floyd... Yeah. Yeah. George Floyd, what happened with him uh, a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really recent. Um, just the tragedy of him losing his life and then kind of a, an outbreak in our country as far as um, a big uproar from most people. Yeah. Um, just against speaking out against police brutality and speaking out against racism. And um, we weren't sure if we would cover this topic or not on the podcast, mm -hmm. but we decided that a lot of you might not know exactly what's going on, and um, and we thought we'd fill you in, especially those of you who aren't in this country, yeah. and you're just seeing a lot that's going on on social media. Right. Um, but we just hope to shed a light on our um, perspective yeah. with everything that's going on. Just truth, not so much as fill you in on the facts of yeah. every single thing that's been happening. Because it's been crazy and it's been a lot. And the media doesn't cover it honestly a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And so we just wanted to... Holy Spirit was really putting it on our hearts to use our platform to just share truth, to share about unity and like 
what love looks like for Christians at, like mm-hmm. this time. So yeah, um, I guess I want to start off by saying that it's really sad what happened to George Floyd, and like Katya said, we're not really gonna spit out a lot of facts. You can find um, reports and stuff online and. Um, but that's not what's really important. That's not what we're talking about. We don't think that that individual event is the the main thing of everything that's going on. It's been kind of an accumulation of mm-hmm. of recent history and different accounts of different um, recorded police brutality. And it's mostly what we're talking about is the response of the nation as a whole. And then... Um, just some stuff that we want you guys to be careful of moving forward and how to deal with everything going on. So I want to call the church out really right now. Um, And I know most of you are believers that are listening. If you're not, welcome. We love you. Can't wait till you join the club. (laughs) Um, I just want to start out by calling you out that follow Jesus and saying that I have seen personally a lot of Um, a lot of things that are encouraging division and encouraging um, alienation of people on social media just as far as the main agenda that I've seen that can be toxic um, on social media is that with everything that they're posting which we're not saying that we're against it with um just a lot of the black lives matter and the um like blackout tuesday that just started this last week um regardless of that a lot of what i've seen posted um by a lot of my friends who follow jesus is very hostile towards anyone who refuses to repost things and it's like you guys are calling people out for not posting things on their social media and saying that they're with the enemy, basically, and that they're part of the oppressors if they're not posting on social media. Um, and I just want you guys to really check your heart when you're doing something like that. And I think that as individuals, we should be careful about what we're putting just to repost things. Like, if we don't know the facts about something, if we don't know um, everything that's going on, if all that I see is what someone posts on social media, and then you're expecting me to post the same thing when I don't even know exactly what's going on and join the movement, or I'm the enemy, that's not creating a very good movement. That's a lot of... I've seen a lot of people post things that wouldn't engage otherwise just because they'd want to stay out of whatever Mm because they just don't know. But it's peer pressure. But they're pressured and they feel like people will think they're racist or people will think that they're evil if they don't post. And so a lot of people have been pressured to post things and take a stance on things, um, I think, prematurely without them actually having the time to look into things and, and pray about it and mm-hmm. ask God what they want to do. Because I just want to share that um, I posted something about everything that went on a, a few, well, last week. And it was at, late in the evening and early in the morning I got up to go play soccer and I felt like God was telling me to take it down and to stay out of everything 
on my Instagram account and just be a, just be a light and just keep my eyes focused on Him. And so that was just a conviction from the Holy Spirit. So I just took the post down and I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not just gonna post something because that's not necessarily the most productive thing that we can do. People can take it however they want to take it. Yeah, and so me reposting what someone else said. I don't know how people are going to interpret that. I don't know what message it's going to give because it does give a message to different people saying different things. And it's not a good representation of what I believe just to post a paragraph or a few words. And so I think that our lives up to this point is what people should know about our stance um, concerning everything. Like... Mm -hmm. Anyways, I just want you guys to be motivated by love. And what I'm seeing is kind of a lot of um, just hostility. And that doesn't yeah. feel like the gospel, it's what's going on right yeah. now. It's genuinely not person against person, like everyone against the racists. It's everyone against the enemy. Yeah. And I think that that view is like people versus people i don't like what you posted on social media whatever like all that rubbing heads is like it's giving the enemy what he wants and it's causing great division even if all of us are believing in the same god like even in the church it's causing Mm -hmm. division yeah and since when were we called to be so hostile and hate those people who are racist who are lost who are not who are ignorant because basically if someone is genuinely racist do you guys think that the best thing to do is just to be hateful and call them out and just be angry at them because that doesn't sound like what was in jesus's mouth and if i remember correctly jesus was the most influential person that ever walked the earth and i think jesus has been the most effective of anyone else to change the hearts of men to end racism and that's what's going to end racism is not movements is not rioting or any of the other crazy stuff or hating other people it is heart change from one person to the next mm-hmm. heart change getting to know the people that you might not like and figuring out like what's the disagreement there and learning to love mm-hmm. and i do understand and relate with all of you that you see injustice and you immediately have this like you feel like you want to do something because you see injustice and it's that's not a bad thing at all and so i do understand where a lot of you are coming from but again i'm just calling all of us to take a step back and is what we're doing being motivated by love and are we having god's perspective towards the people who are walking in evil things and who are walking opposite of what we've been called to walk in. And so I actually want to share just a real quick story about this man that I saw on TED Talks. And you guys can look it up. Um, uh, He basically, it's this black dude. And I think in the 80s um, or somewhere around then, maybe late 70s, he actually interviewed a leader in the KKK and when he set up the interview for the guy who was a leader in the KKK he didn't tell the guy that he was black and so when they met there was like a big like pause and he was really afraid and the um, the guy in the KKK had like a big bodyguard with a 
firearm like to protect him and he thought that he might like lose his life right then just because of fear in that moment and what happened was the the guy who was in the kkk um accepted basically it but he made it clear in that first meeting that he was superior to the black dude and this black guy was just like comfortable with who he was and he just knew that the other guy was super ignorant and so he did the interview and he asked if he could have a follow-up interview and the the leader in the kkk agreed and he so they had a second meeting and a third and a fourth and over time he started just inviting this guy over to his house for dinner and he would ask him questions about everything and eventually the guy stopped bringing his bodyguard and then this leader invited him to a a rally that they were having and he started calling him out in the rally and saying that he trusts this guy um, this black man more than most of the other kkk members because he knew him and long story short I think it might have been two years or something like that. The man knocked on his door. Um, the leader in the KKK knocked on this black dude's door. And I forgot the man's name. Um, I wish I remembered. But he handed in his leadership robe and said that he was leaving the Ku Klux Klan because he realized that it was just ignorance, that he was afraid and hated black people before. And since he got to know this guy, since this guy actually befriended him, he decided that he had wanted no part in that whole racist movement. Mm -hmm. And this guy showed his closet, and he has a ton of KKK robes of people that he invited over to his the house. The black guy. Yeah, the black dude has a ton of robes um, from people leaving the Ku Klux Klan because they, he would invite them over to yeah. dinner. And they never knew a black person before. Yeah, they never got to know one because they were just racist and fearful. And it's really easy to look at a man like that and say, I want no part in relationship with him. Like, if I see someone in the KKK or whatever, um, it's easy to just be afraid and hate those people. Um, but this man, I think, was acting a lot like Jesus in that Definitely. he was saying, hey, maybe everything they're doing is in ignorance, and if I befriend them, then they might see what it's actually like, what I'm actually like, that I'm the same as them, just with different skin. And what ended up happening was, I think, the opposite of what a lot of people would expect, yeah. them just leaving and not being racist anymore. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that with you guys because that's an encouraging story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it on that topic. Mm -hmm. Just keep your eyes focused on truth and Jesus and do what he convicts you to do. And like Caleb said, like make sure what you're doing is out of a motive of love mm -hmm. and not out of a motive of, we need to single these people out, we need to call them out, we need to get them, like, they mm -hmm. need to get right. It's like... Of course they need to get right but is what you're doing going to help mm -hmm. anyone and if you're in the church and you do have a leadership position don't use that as a platform to in a sense repost what the culture is saying about everything get alone with god and ask him what he wants you to share because i'm pretty confident that god's gonna have you share something that is a lot less politically charged and a lot more his heart um, 
to share with the the people that your platform is reaching and so i've seen a lot of people in the church saying stuff that i don't think has been effective in reaching the hearts of men um let's just remember to love our enemies and let that be the change because the bible is very clear that it's the goodness of god that leads men to change nothing else Mm -hmm. so let's be motivated by that yeah okay and so now let's move on to the quote of the day yeah 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 okay we love you guys all right we should do your quote first because it kind of goes along with the whole thing so i was wondering i wanted to give a good quote and so i just started looking people up like quotes from albert einstein quotes from (laughs) harriet tubman because we're about to go to my family's house and watch that right now um, because i haven't seen it and i love her story but I just looked up Denzel Washington because he's one of my favorite actors. And something that really stuck out to me that I think goes along with everything going on right now is he said, this is from Denzel Washington, if you have an enemy, then learn and know your enemy. Don't just be mad at him or her. (laughs) And to kind of twist that into what the gospel is, is Jesus said, you were told to hate your enemy and love your neighbor, but I tell you to hate those who, or to love those who persecute <laughs> you. Um, and to, yeah, so he's basically saying, like, if we're just mad at our enemy, it's not really going to give us good perspective. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, and it's not going to help you with your own um, emotional health <laughs> or perspective. I think that if you would get to know your enemy, the people who are against you, I think you would realize what's motivating them and it would give you the most insight to be able to change their hearts. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And not just because you're right and they're wrong, but because you love them. So yeah, yeah just because someone's your enemy doesn't mean that you can't love them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's your quote, Katia? My quote's pretty lighthearted. Something that I found on Pinterest once again, Ooh. and there's no technical author, I guess, but <laughs> it just says, I wish you sidewalk pennies on bad days and the unfailing sense that things are just going to work out. Mm. And God's been speaking to me that pretty much a lot lately, that if I just close my eyes and remember the freedom that I live in with him, because of him, because of his blood, that there's no opportunity that's like too big or too small. It's like there's endless possibilities of things to do with him. And I just know that everything is going to work out because because Jesus is yeah. king and you can know peace without knowing what comes next. Mhm. And this life isn't it. Like we're not living for 10 years from now. We're not living for 20 years from now. Yeah. We're living for God, and eternity's in His blood. Mm-hmm. He lives forever. So with that perspective, I think that it would cause us to every day say, what is the thing that I can focus on today that would be a lasting thing in my life that I could look back on for eternity and say that was a good day, like that was a day well spent for mm-hmm. the Lord. So yeah. Yeah. Um, to finish off? Yeah, to finish off gonna... a little bit out of order, Katya. We're just going to give a little update on our life since it's been, I think, four weeks because two weeks ago we did the interview with Josh. Which was and amazing. Absolutely. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so big news. A Katya and I were walking down to her family's house, which is just right on the same property, and there was a baby deer, a like no more than a couple days old, that was just in the woods standing up and it saw us and I walked over to it and it started like walking at me. And then it followed us it when followed we us walked back away. To our house. So we are feeding a baby deer mm-hmm. milk so that it doesn't <laughs> starve to death. Um, we've researched a lot and learned a lot that its mom probably isn't taking care of it mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so we've been bottle feeding it and it is the cutest thing it is ever the cutest thing ever it's so small it's yes. like i could never imagine just a deer being that small before i actually saw this little baby fawn yeah. person it's so so cute um that's been a big deal it's been fun taking care of it and also um me my knee yesterday Ooh. i was playing volleyball and my friend who will remain unnamed (laughs) (laughs) just kidding my friend victor um we were both going up to hit the ball like at the net and i jumped up sideways which is a little more dangerous because of the way i landed and when i landed he was falling forward so he landed on my leg and so um some so i dislocated my knee just for a second there while he because he landed on my leg to invert inside so it's gonna be fine um it'll recover probably in the next week or so but it was super painful (laughs) and so i've been limping around all day (laughs) another update um as far as i go (laughs) is i've actually sold my first two or three insurance policies um so that's fun yeah making some money for the family to stay afloat um (laughs) so yeah that's been amazing i've been learning it's been a lot of learning and a lot of work but it's been yeah rewarding definitely awesome to be able to help families and i love (laughs) caleb being around way more often than he would have been while he was working at walmart Mm -hmm. so no more long shifts and coming Mm -hmm. home late at night more money more time that's Mm. it's been good it's been good yeah and the cafe that i mentioned working at several times because i got hired way back in march they are finally going to be opening this month and this coming week is going to be my first week of training so i'm gonna learn how to press make juices and smoothies and different paninis and sandwiches and stuff and so that's super yeah that is dope (laughs) um not the drug just the term dope yeah yeah i mean we were back at church for the first sunday since shut down since quarantine it was really good it was good it was a student-led sunday and my little brother paid played bass on the worship team and some of our friends who just graduated this year spoke for you know for the preaching and it was just really cool Mm -hmm. it was so good to be back in like corporate worship with a bunch of people yeah just sing loud and rejoice with everyone i guess yeah it was cool it was cool so we've been super uh blessed lately and gotten to enjoy time together and with family um and we're gonna go see family today actually 
and it's just been a really good time despite everything that's going on. Um, it's mainly because of perspective. Mainly because of just Jesus is going to be our joy, period, at the end of the day, so no one can steal our joy. Um, and we just encourage you guys, like, I kind of want to challenge all of you today, um, after this episode, just, just get alone in your mind, in your heart, and just say, just ask God to be your joy today. If you've been struggling with, um, perspective lately, or if you've been struggling, um, just being in your head too much and anxiety or anything like that, just... Ask God to be your joy and to be the only thing that you see the rest of your day. Yeah. And I guess we will... I'm sure you'll be more at peace after that. Yeah. I can guarantee you, if you just ask with a pure heart for his eyesight, (laughs) his perspective, then he'll give it to you and and your whole world will be changed. Not circumstances, but the way that you see everything. So... With that, God is our only freedom. Even even if our nation were to go amok and to be <laughs> overtaken with oppression, we know that Jesus will be our only freedom for the rest of eternity. And that's all we have to hold on to. So with that, we bless you. We, we love, love you. you. No matter where you are in the world, we are glad to be a part of your day today. And tell someone in your family that you love them, no matter what they do. And that will go a long way. (laughs) Yeah. We love you. Y'all have a good day. Adios.